Hello and welcome to Helios Blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. Today, Michaela Peterson fights the woke churches of England. Let's get into it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. There's, there's somebody, this, that just reminds me, there's this old man in Toronto who's at the corner of the main intersection in Toronto. And he's probably, he's been there since I, he's been there at least for the last 20 years. So I think he's probably 70. And every time somebody walks by him, he, he yells, believe really loudly, believe in the Lord. And it's just, you just have to see people walking by him and just like this, cause it's just this old man that eventually, <laughs> anyway, the, yeah, that's yeah, a how good guy. Help. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how, how, how have you seen, uh, and do you have any plans to do anything about this? How have you seen kind of this woke culture infiltrate the church? Oh gosh, this is the worst. So this is what I'm fighting against on a daily mm -hmm. basis. Um, you're more likely in this country to hear a sermon in a church about climate change, the so-called climate crisis, or about Black Lives Matter, or about Brexit than you are about Jesus Christ. <laughs> so what does that mean? What that means is that the Christian religion has been co-opted and has been modified into a new religion, right? And what is the new religion? Well, the new religion is womanism and, and wokeism. And what is this religion? This religion is basically cultural Marxism, right? Everyone is equal regardless of effort or ability. Um, you can't speak out against anyone that does anything wrong, especially if they're you know, in a group that's supposedly marginalized. There's a hierarchy of people, and that's determined by, you know, recent historical events. Not, not a holistic understanding of history, but history from the last 200 years only. And, and uh, so on. It's, uh, frankly, insanity. And this is what you're supposed to believe. And if you speak out against it, it's literally, if you don't worship false idols, they're going to take the bread out of your mouth. You get fired from your job or whatnot. That's insanity to me. <laughs> to me, it's sad. Um, if I'm being charitable, I'll say that these people are well-intentioned and... They're doing what they think is best. If I'm feeling less charitable and more cynical, I'll say they've actually lost the faith. Or, Indeed. Or they've found a new religion. Indeed. Uh, I think people, a lot of people at this point are worshipping the environment. They literally say in the Bible, do not worship false idols. Isn't that like one of the Ten Commandments? Wait, let's see. Let's see. I'm just, I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna... Yeah, Google it because I... Okay. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Oh, look, that's literally number one. Uh, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord in vain. Yeah, and, and uh, in 2023. 
Honor thy father and mother. Yeah. Where is honor thy father? Oh, and thou shalt not commit adultery. Mm. <laughs> Disaster. 2023. All right. Yeah, and if we look at the seven deadly sins, it'll also be perfect. I'll, I'll bring them in because uh, we'll let we'll, we'll talk about that in a sec. Let's do the shilling. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all for notifications. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian and Tom M. Shout out to them. Shout out to the Curry Kid, who is the recent person to buy the Strategist Guide to Seduction. So if you want to buy a book as well, just go to bit.ly slash heliosbooks. Thanks, Curry Kid. Go to my Patreon and subscribe, patreon.com slash the blog. If you want to give me a sub on the podcast, just click in the description link and you'll see a Buzzsprout link there. Just scroll down a bit. That's the one that you can uh, support me. Also, share this video. All right, shitting is done. Let's continue. We'll, we'll bring the seven the seven deadly sins as well because I, I find it hilarious if we look at modern society. Uh, if we look at modern society and... and uh, okay. All right, let's continue. Of course, we are stewards of the world. We should protect it and look after it, but it, we shouldn't worship it. it, it it's become an icon. Um, it's become an idol, sorry. Uh, so that's one way it's infesting the church. But also, I'm fighting against this critical race theory nonsense in every element of my life. I, I started out, the reason I'm a political commentator is because I, I was writing about critical race theory infesting education while I was teaching. But it's inf- Uh-oh. Yeah. So the idea of uh, there being no biological basis to gender, which, I mean, just look at any person that has studied biology knows that this is false. Any person that has eyeballs to look at men and women know that this is false. So the only reason you'd believe it is if you believed it like a religion. So. Festival Church, too. Um, there was a priest recently who I won't mention uh, by name tweeted something about um, a very good, uh, there's a very good Englishman called Sir Captain Tom Moore, who during the first lockdown, he went on, he's like in his nineties, late nineties, he went on walks around the country, raising money for the NHS, for the national health service. Very good thing. He raised over 33 million pounds. It was fantastic. Wow. We were all applauding him. Great guy. But this priest um, put out a tweet saying, celebrating him is celebrating the cult of white supremacy. Excuse me. That's extremely disrespectful. Especially considering that him being 90 plus means he was most likely in World War II. So, no, that's that's absurd. Like, what? All right. I think now is the time, okay, for the seven deadly sins. Let's just bring them in, because why not? We're talking about religion. We have 26 minutes to fill. Okay. So here they are. I'll just list them first. And actually... um. We can even, I'll even tell you about the animal representations because I, I just think it's cool. So, if avarice, which is a toad, so avarice is like, you know, wanting money um, or wanting to keep your money, I, I suppose. Here, let me, let me just uh, read a bit about avarice. Okay. Uh, no, av- avarice is just greed. So, avarice plunges a man deep into the mire of this world so that he makes it to be his lord. It's an inordinate desire to acquire or possess more than one needs, especially with respect to material wealth. And like pride, it can lead to evil. Okay, so that's avarice. Uh, Envy is the snake. 
So let's let's look at envy. Insatiable desire. It can be described as a sad or resentful covetousness towards the traits or possessions of someone else. Uh, severs a man from his neighbor. Okay. Uh, malicious envy is similar to jealousy in that they both feel discontent towards someone's traits, status, abilities, or rewards. A difference is that the envious also desire the, en- the entity and covet it. And it's directly related to the Ten Commandments. Specifically, neither shall you covet anything that belongs to your neighbor. All right. So that is envy. The ra- uh, Wrath is the lion. All right, let's look at wrath here. Wrath is uncontrolled feelings of anger, rage, or hatred. Wrath reveals itself in the wish to seek vengeance. So, as we all know, men in 2023, and I mean, always, to, to some extent, always, have had to control their anger, their rage, their strength. Because, ultimately, uh, our anger is destructive. The neutral act of anger becomes the sin of wrath when it's directed against an innocent person. When it's unduly strong or long-lasting, or when it desires excessive punishment. If anger reaches the point of deliberate desire to, to seriously wound a neighbor or even unalive them, it's gravely against charity. It's a mortal sin. So that is wrath. Uh, sloth is the snail. Sloth, um, it means without care. Uh, okay, it's the absence of interest or habitual disinclination to exertion. It means you don't want to do anything. Uh, okay, includes ceasing to utilize the seven gifts of grace, wisdom, understanding, counsel, knowledge, piety, fortitude, and fear of the Lord. And uh, it slows the progress towards uh, eternal life. And uh, sloth is a sin of omitting responsibility, not taking responsibility. Okay, so that's sloth, the snail. Next is gluttony, the pig. Is the overindulgence of over con- or overconsumption of anything to the point of waste. The word derives from uh, gulping or swallowing. And uh, the point is... It's it's a little bit like greed, effectively. Okay. And uh, lust is the goat. Intense longing. Intense or unbridled bedroom fun desire, which may lead to adultery or other bad bedroom fun acts. Okay. And the impurity of lust transforms one into a slave of the evil one. Okay. And there is pride, which is the peacock. So as I've said these, as I've said these, I'm sure you're you're thinking about modern culture and, and what we have, right? So what is like envy, uh, excessive pride... Uh, definitely sloth, definitely greed, definitely gluttony, definitely lust. It's like, yes. And even, but but maybe, well, no, we have lots of repressed anger, right? Okay, so let's look at the peacock pride. Also known as hubris. 
It is considered the original and worst of the deadly sins and the most demonic. It is thought to be the the uh, the source of all the, the the sins, and it's the the evil one's most essential trait. Unchastity, anger, greed uh, are mere flea bites in comparison. It's through pride that the evil one became the evil one. Pride leads to every other vice. Spiritual pride is the worst kind. The heart is particularly deceitful on this one thing. Pride is the worst viper that is in the heart. The greatest disturber of the soul's peace and sweet communion. Pride goeth before destruction. A haughty spirit before a fall. Yeah, and it's abbreviated to pride comes before the fall. We, we, we know that. Pride goes before the fall. Pride that blinds causes foolish actions against common sense. And hubris is often used to describe how leaders with great power over many years become more and more irrationally self-confident and contemptuous of advice, leading them to act imprudently. All right. Okay, cool. So there, we got the seven deadly sins in there. All right, let's continue. I'm like, this, that, that's hatred. You're no longer preaching love. This is a faith of love. You're, you are literally preaching hatred because Indeed. you don't like white people. And that's essentially what this critical race theory stuff is about. You know, diversity just means removal of white people, essentially. And so I looked into what this priest was saying. He's saying things like, you know, the bread that we receive in the Eucharist is, is white. That's racist. <laughs> Okay. Um, the Bible mentions whiteness as cleanliness and purity. That's racist. Uh, what? I okay. <laughs> um, G- Jesus is not white. Why people painting him as white? That's racist. And people. The, what? Uh, uh, wow. People like this priest. I use him as an example. That people like him see racism everywhere. But in order to solve it they become racist themselves. Right. So let's, let's look at the seven deadly sins again. So which one of those is that? Let's, let's see. Sloth. Could be envy and certainly pride to say something like that. Right. Perpetuate it and they, they spread the hate. But what's happening is the church is supporting this and say, oh, that's very good. This brown person said that they must be right. And whether they believe it or not, they didn't challenge it. So people go along with it. But Indeed. other people think it's fantastic and say, yes, we, we must eradicate this whiteness. And then the church itself, the Church of England, put out, well, first of all, the Archbishop of Canterbury, the chief primate of the Church of England, put out, said it's a statement to uh, General Synod saying, uh, the church is institutionally racist and I have massive problems. So the church is becoming woke. Oh, that is. What is that? What do you call it when the when the snake eats its own tail? Because that's what's happening here. What's happening is effectively. On the surface, it appears to be a Christian religion, but actually it has become something else. No, that's straight out of the Ten Commandments, right? Thou shalt have no other gods before me. It's literally worshipping false idols. And it is also taking the name of the Lord in vain, right? Straight up. There it is. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, let me just open this this image here of the Ten Commandments. Because maybe it's another one as well. Keep the Sabbath day holy. False witness against your neighbor. Oh, this is... Uh... Yeah, okay. Wow. Yeah, and in a sense, it's also making idols as well. When anyone makes a broad claim like that without any evidence to back it up, because of course there are elements of racism everywhere in our society. Uh, there are racist people everywhere, but that doesn't make an institution racist unless there are you know barriers and hurdles put up um, that would prevent ethnic minorities getting into the into the institution or holding them down or oppressing them in some way. And I've not seen any evidence of that structurally, mm. institutionally. But he put out that statement, and then the church put out a report called Lament to Action that backs that up and said the church is institutionally racist. We need to look at our colonial past and everything these days is about the British Empire, how bad it was. And they forget that the British Empire, you know, had some bad, definitely had some bad elements in it, but also ended or was instrumental in ending slavery on a global scale. The British Navy, I mean, we only recently stopped paying uh, for the the cost of ending slavery on an international scale. Um, the, The British Empire spread Christianity around the world, the English language around the world, Indeed. built hospitals, railways, schools, charities all around the world. It did a lot of good, as well as the bad that it did, and that's never addressed. But It's like saying that the Roman Empire was terrible and awful because of a, a few bad things that the Roman Empire did. It's, it's a similar concept, right? It's, uh, yeah, as I said, th- the idea is that Wokeism, it has a very specific lens on history that fails to account for a really long time period. Because if you account for a long enough time period, there have been points in human history where like every race has done the bad things that they're saying that only white people do and must pay for, right? Look at Genghis Khan. He wasn't white and so on. Was the Arabian Empire all good? Was the Ottoman Empire all good? Was the Chinese Empire all good? How about the Indus Valley Civilization? How about Babylon? How about ancient Egypt? How about... Do you see what I'm saying? Do you understand what what I'm getting at here? So either you say everyone is bad and must equally pay, Because every race has had instances of these bad actions. And tell me that in these civilizations, like in the Ottoman Empire, in the Arabian Empire, in the Chinese Empire, in the Indian Empire, in the Mongolian Empire, tell me that the in-group wasn't favored over the other ones. Tell me that Mongolians in the Mongolian Empire weren't considered top. Tell me that in the British Empire, the British weren't considered top. And so on. In the Arabian Empire, the Arabians weren't considered top. Of course they were. Logically. So why then would you say that only one race of people must pay for their poor actions in the past? To me, that seems ridiculous. All right, let's continue.
in the church is saying, hey, we have terrible ties to this British past. We must be ashamed of ourselves. Um, and then they put out a report saying that the country is institutionally racist. And I have massive problems with that because I think this is one of the best countries in the world to live, which is why Indeed. I still live here. I did spend a bit of time in America, but I missed Great Britain. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of people are risking their lives to come and live here. They're crossing the borders, yep. international borders illegally to come and live here because it's so great. Uh, I think it's wrong for anyone to stand up and say this country is racist without proving it or backing it up with any evidence because everyone just nods and goes, yeah, of course it is because that's the right thing to say. And Right. But just agreeing with a statement that's that damning. It's like Jordan Peterson said. If you agree with a statement like that, what you're actually saying is, I'm a bigot. And I don't think that I'm a bigot. In fact, with my knowledge of history, I understand humans have an in-group and an out-group. That's how it goes. If you want to be in the in-group, then you've got to be in the in-group. Right? It's just, it's how it is. And to say that, you, you, you know, you must, you must pay, uh, and, there's, and there's more to this as well. It's, it's more nuanced than all that. So, for example, let's say, okay, let's say you're a British person, okay, and supposedly British people are, are bad. So, and, and, you know, British people, let's, let's say for the sake of argument, they're Caucasian, okay, for the most part. So, if, if a person comes from Australia to Britain, does that make the Australian a bigot because they're also Caucasian? Do you see what I'm saying? The implication is all Caucasians are bad. That's, that's what this woke theory is trying to say, which is obviously wrong. And, and to say all Caucasians are bad because one group was bad, one group of Caucasians was bad, that's also crazy. Do you see what I'm saying? This is one of the big problems I have with, uh, with wokeism in general. Is it's far too black and white, which is, by the way, a logical fallacy. Look, look right here. You present two alternative states as the only possibilities when, in fact, more possibilities exist. Is it not possible that not all people like that are bad? Not all British people are bad. Is, is that not possible? So why punish all people? for it yeah there you go all right let's continue as a result of that the church is basically performing what they call positive discrimination or positive action which is just discrimination this affirmative action idea that we must elect more black people onto church leadership bodies so what's the point the point is they're not putting down caucasians but they're promoting everyone except Caucasians. So by doing that, what are they actually doing? What they're actually doing is discrimination in the other direction. Does that seem like an actual good solution to the problem? Um, you, know, you know, whether, not electing, uh, what's, what's the word when you um, just put someone on without an election? Um, Appointing is the but word. This idea that 
black, and it's always black people. It's not that ethnic marriages in general. It's always for some reason it's more fashionable to to uh, patronize the black demographic. But we must put more black people on these bodies. Um, so if no matter where you are in the country, there must be. 30% mm. black people. And this is a country where in London, for example, yeah, there are quite a lot of ethnic minorities. Yes, but in uh, Britain, in Great Britain, their empire spanned the entire globe. So it's not going to be only black people that are the ethnic minority. They're going to have people from all kinds of different countries. How about Asians? Uh, the British Empire had Hong Kong. How about, um, you know, islands in the Pacific? How about, you know, Pacific Islanders? How about... And so on. I, I don't... Okay. Majority people, myself included. But in other parts of the country, like places where I came from, you would struggle to find even 3%. And 3% of this country is, is black. About 15% is ethnically minority, ethnic minority. Mm. So you cannot get 30% black people on everybody. These things are arbitrary and made up. And they're people thinking they're doing good. And what they're doing is actually causing more harm. They're stoking racial tensions and causing division, where often they didn't exist to begin with. Indeed. How much of this is just coming straight from America? Especially that 30%. Like that is, is like... Just all of it? All of it. This is the problem. <laughs> the biggest problem with Great Britain is America. For some reason, we just copy every cultural fad that happens over there like three months later. I don't know why. You know, the, the whole Black Lives Matter movement was massive over here for, for a chap, a poor chap that died in a different country. Uh, and we don't have the same race divide that America has over here. You know, my, con- my parents... Sounds like virtue signaling. Parents moved over here. So my father's parents moved over here in the 1950s. Uh, there was there was quite a bit of racism, but it, there was no racial segregation. Um, the, you know, we didn't have to have a fight for emancipation. Uh, we had a, we've got equality under the law, and we've had it for decades. Very very different picture to what's going on in America, um, and police brutality issues, all that stuff is very very different over there. So I don't know why we import the drama and say, oh yeah, we, Black Lives Matter. Well, I mean, of course, Black Lives Matter. All lives matter. Why do Black Lives Matter any more than any other life? And why don't Difficult times we live in. We'll just end on this quote, okay? Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times. What time do you think we're living in? Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all for notifications. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R, and Tom M. Shout out to them. Buy my books at bit.ly slash heliosbooks. Thanks to CurryKid, the most recent buyer of the Strategist Guide to Seduction. I really do appreciate it. Go to my Patreon and subscribe, patreon.com slash the heliosblog. Share this video. Thank you so much for listening, especially if you listen to the end. I really do appreciate it. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you next time.